Good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to your Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or slash Green Haven Media. Or go to your Facebook page, look us up. And hit C first to see and hear all the great programming that we have here on WNHHLP. And of course, you can always find Cannabis Corner streaming on the Greenhaven Media Facebook page and ProCannabisMedia.com. So look us, look for us. We are all over the place. It is Monday, November 27th, 2023. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am your host, Joe Lachance, and I am joined here by the illustrious, classic, and classic Kristen, Kristen Sousa. And we are awaiting the arrival of our co-host, Uncle Lou, Lou Vega, but Lou Vega is a very, very busy man. He is opening up a dispensary soon in uh, New Haven, so he's got a lot of things going on, but he assures me that he will be joining us soon. So for now, Kristen, it's you and I. <laughs> for now, we're holding it down. We got That's right. So how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was, uh, you know, a little, little quiet, kind of close to home, but I was okay with that. And then Friday was your birthday, which was yes. fun. Black Friday, Green Friday. Um, That's right. Yeah, no, Thanksgiving was great. And then, you know, Small Business Saturday and all that jazz. So it was good. Good, good. And I'm glad they had these little events to promote the small businesses. I think every day should be Small Business Day. And we should have a corporate day. Where that's the only day you go shop at corporate stores. You're allowed to go get your fix. I every other that. day, you have <laughs> to okay with that. support the small businesses. <laughs> Walmart Wednesday. I don't know. but uh, Walmart Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Walmart Wednesday. Well, <laughs> <laughs> at a great time. Well, that I was just uh... saying we should reverse it from one day of the year to be a small business day it should be every day should be small business day and one day corporate day i agree on that one joe i know you guys have been going into it and it's small business saturday cyber day all this other stuff it's nice to help out the small businesses but this has got to be the norm and we, we scream it up and down all the time it's even right. like that here in our state with cannabis you know what i mean we have our you know, the social equity individuals that are finally getting their stuff and they're, they're being treated like crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's the large the large groups that have six, seven, eight licenses. They um they're they're getting their they have the, the bulk of the share, the lion's share, one might say. And they get the Which ear. Which gives them control. Um, and it's t- well, I'm not even talking about just in the companies alone. I'm talking about in the state. Yeah, you know, right, and the state right. itself, you know, who has, you know, those phone numbers and the lobbyists and 
the ability to, to have conversations with these individuals when the small businesses don't, you know, the new entrepreneur in the space doesn't have those same long established connections and it's yeah. tough, you know, you're trying to fight for your space and it takes forever to get anything through. Yeah, no, no, I agree. This is why we're trying to get organizations started like the CCSBA, you know, and I, and you made up a good point, like these social equity uh, applicants, uh, Kibra, you, uh, you know, there's tons of them that we know. They are getting screwed by the big corporations, even if those corporations are their partners, you know, and and I I think think with that, I think it's not even the big corporation. I think right now I'm, I'm focusing on the state itself. Yeah, they're getting screwed by the state. Who your Period. Partner yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting screwed by the state. Yeah. If you're not here doing it, it's hard. You know, those connections are built through having that established track record of business here, and that's what it sounds like. Hey, you know, you got an established business track record, and you get the all the positives from that, but then it's, it screws the next person over, and it's tough. But yeah, that's my rant as I walk on in tardy. Yes. And like you said, I'm sure you're on a call and I'm sure all these things you have to deal with on a regular basis. So you probably know more about it firsthand than any of us. So I appreciate you giving us that insight because. Well, the last, as silly as it sounds, the last, yes, well, the conversation I was on a couple moments ago was we submitted questioning uh, September 27th and we finally got a response like November 20th, you know? And then at that, the Social Equity Council needs everything two weeks before they even look at anything. So why did it take three months to get an answer that an email was at least sent? You know what I mean? Like as as silly as it sounds, and it just continues to push things back and hold things up. And And that's what you mean. Like the state is not helping you along in your process. You know, and it's frustrating when you're sitting there and your contractor is telling you, oh, we have direct connection with everybody. Like, I can literally just pick up and call them. And you're like, uh, how do you have access to them? And I'm not getting a response back, you know? Right. So it's stressful, but what do you know, right? And, yep. well, well, we get to hear from one of the local groups. Um, we're going to talk about this here today. Yeah, with him, of course. He's been around a while, since 2013. So, yeah, I'm very interested in our conversation with him, and I'm sure you guys will have a lot to chat about being both independent uh, owners. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's all good. We got to support the, the locations yeah. that, that are willing to support the local people, the local folk in the area. You know what I mean? That's right. So I'm excited to hear. And that's there are some that are out there. So I'm not. Taking, yeah, that's why I bring them on. I'm not taking flowers away from anybody. Just. Making sure we're aware. We got to make sure the garden's good so you grow more flowers. That's all. That's so right. there's plenty of flowers for everyone. We got to get that soil working. And the say ain't making it easy without with no water. Anyway. I like that. We got the garden thing there. But speaking of local, Kristen, what's going on in Kristen's corner? What's going on around the state that fun little things or educational things that we can go hang out at? Yeah, sure. Um, There is a bunch of stuff coming up through December. I swear things are popping like every day, um, which is great. So one of the events is on December 3rd. It's Smokes and Jokes, which looks really fun. So that's kind of a 420 friendly um, comedy show. 
The tickets are on Eventbrite. Um, location will be revealed once the tickets are purchased, but you can go to smokesandjokesnh.eventbrite.com to reserve your spot. And a lot of the sponsors there are folks that we know and friends of the show and all that. Um, so the sponsors include Buy Papers, One Hit Wanda, um, Blazing Jays, Connecticut, Better Ways. So a lot of friendly faces are helping to sponsor that one. Looks really fun. A couple of stand-up comedians and private venue. So that, like I said, is on December 3rd. What's that? This so weekend? that's this Sunday. Yeah. And I was told it, it will be in the New Haven area. We do have an open invite if any of you guys want to go. Uh, I will have to find a ride. By the way, if anybody has a car they're trying to get rid of, I am looking for one. <laughs> Cheap little plug there. Um, but yes, we were invited to that show by the Terpene Finder, who is working with these uh, folks. That's and right. like you said, a lot of familiar faces will be there. I think it'd be a fun event. It's a great way to enjoy some cannabis, enjoy some company, and enjoy some comedy. Because we all need to freaking laugh honestly and i love stand-up comedy so i think that's kind of like fun and a little bit different you know what i mean you don't see that all the time as the events that pop up so i thought that was pretty cool a little bit yeah it's very a little cool. bit of a different flair yeah so what else we got what else do we got um you know we talked about some toy collections so toy for tots collection um can of warriors and better ways are doing a uh, toy collection for the toys for tots so those are some drop-off locations in hamden and branford that we could all use um right. I, you know i put down 12 14 but i want to fact check myself on that date i don't but regardless now through probably maybe a week before christmas is appropriate to drop those off and donate them to to children that want toys okay toys their families yeah um what else we got we got Erin Doolittle is hosting a really cool event. Um, well, it's being hosted by the Connecticut for Accessible Psychedelic Medicine, and it's going right. to be at Wholeness House. Erin um, will be presenting, and it's kind of like a 101 level course, the School of Psychedelics 101. So that'll be really interesting, informative. Um, so we should definitely all check that out. Like I said, that's on the 14th. Okay. Um, a couple weeks out, but save the date and just, you know, December gets busy really fast. So I'm actually going to be like plugging things a little early. Just yeah, so do it. Yeah, let's let's get them. people. And then I know I understand there's a meeting of the Psychedelic Association the week before. Okay, good. I actually did not catch that one. In Hamden. Yeah, they sent me an email. Uh, actually, today I, I just got it. Nice. Um, and it That's looks really like that is on the 7th at 7 p.m. Okay. And that is at the Drip House on Whitney Avenue in Hamden. Okay. So one week is the 7th. You have the... Um, and then the 14th. So maybe they'll the, be doing so, something every week. And they are together. So they're both sponsored by the Connecticut for Accessible Psychedelic Medicine. So, yeah, I think it's kind of a co... Uh, you know, one week, then the next week. Collaboration. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. No, pretty, I really like pretty that. Pretty cool. And, you know, I did want to plug the Connecticut Small Business Association. They are in the middle of a fundraising drive right now. So if you want to support them, it would be a great idea. Um, you can find them on social social media uh, and support the Connecticut Small. And I know they will be having their meeting this month, although I have not been informed of the date Have actually you? that's another one on the 14th they've been doing it the second or third thursday whatever that falls on but their next event or next meeting is also on the 14th 
Okay, so it's the same night as the psychedelic night. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch going on on the 14th. So, yeah, so the, the psychedelic. Yes, yeah, I believe Duncan has something going on. He with, does. Um, what does he call it? Uh, it's a, what a, glazed and confused. Glazed I jotted and that confused. One down. Yeah, they teamed right. up with um, Fired Up Branford. So they'll be doing like pick your own pottery, glaze it up there, um, a movie viewing with Dazed and Confused, some treats. So that looks like a really cool event. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw I looked at available. it. So yeah, kind of a They're fun cool idea. cool because you can get these hand-fired ceramic type things, ashtrays, coffee mugs, whatever you really with cannabis. And I yeah. know they have, a, I know that location does have a bong. Um, yeah item that they do you know glass a ceramic water pipe that you'll be able to glaze up and do mm -hmm. um i know that that location is right down those you know it's another thing like kristen does which is nice it's good to see local shops work with other lo local shops and that's that's a pretty cool thing you know yeah I, that looked, way, like, cool. That looked huh? like a very cool event because yeah. i saw they do you had they have custom ceramic items that you can pre-order they are cannabis themed. Uh, you can go to the Better Ways website and find out more about that. But that's on the 14th, is it, as well? Yes. So busy yeah, day boy. On the 14th. Busy that's day. Why I'm, yeah. So that's kind of why I was thinking plug things early. That way folks can, you know, depending upon the time, maybe like go visit a couple of well, events in day or. Here's the deal. I think some of that stuff, the psychedelic meetings are available on Zoom. So you could have them up on Zoom on your phone, right? And then you can keep it up in your car or whatever and carry it along with you with your headphones on so you can hear it and then you can go to the events <laughs> and still catch the psychedelic meeting so i mean I you know it's like possible if you're a multitasker i was like, I do I, things like that all the time <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have all these uh you know gadgets but, <laughs> phone over here ipad over there laptop. <laughs> now you don't think i'm gonna let you escape without talking about candle making do you <laughs> <laughs> you're paying attention sir <laughs> like, um yeah so i have um my store as well sugar leaf we're doing a little bit same but different you know similar idea so it's a let's get lit <laughs> and um it's a diy candle bar party so we've got essential oils you make your own candles i've done this event a couple of times before and it's always really fun so they're typically about 10 to 12 folks i kind of cap it like around 15 so you know any more than that it's i like the intimate kind of environment because everyone starts to share the snacks that they bring and you're mm -hmm. making your own candles and we've got you know all sorts of things that you can do with it and i'm sure you'll have good snacks yeah, yeah. So that's um, and then another one we're doing. What's the day? Is, you didn't give me the day. My apologies, and I should remember this. I'm gonna ask for a pass on this. I'm powering through a migraine, and I feel like my brain is fuzzy. <laughs> uh, mine is the ninth. Yours is the ninth. Okay, December and then do you have another one, one coming three. up? Yeah, actually, I do. And then the following week on the 16th, we'll be doing um, very similar, you know, kind of 420 friendly, but you don't have to. And that'll be um, tarot card readings with uh, Holly Broderick. She'll be coming in, her and John Sheed and their psychics and swears. So they're great. They're really fun. They've been, I've done a couple events with them. They're definitely part of the community. They do with things over at Wholeness House as well. So oh, the ninth I know, will be I the party on the 16th if you want to get your cards read. And then now that's going to be during the day. Now what's going on at night on the 16th? That's, that's the, um, the tarot card reading. And the holiday, yeah. uh, Connecticut holiday party is that evening. 
Yes. Yes. On the 16th. We can't forget our friends at Connecticut. And we will be heavily involved in that, right? We got their cool merch. <laughs> the My yard goat is eating weed. Uh, so he's now the weed goat. Um, he's, he's the weed goat. I'm the weed guy. Now, so we got the weed goat on the Connecticut shirt. Connecticut will be uh, the main host of this party, but there's all kinds of other sponsors going to be there. Uh, we will be heavily involved. We will have a table there. I just picked up a lovely table runner this weekend. Um, and we'll be giving away things. And we're going to try and do a live broadcast if I can figure out the technological aspects. <clears throat> if not, we'll just be interviewing people. But Joe the Weed Guy definitely has to be at that party. And I know Classic Kristen wants to be there after she gets her tarot cards read. Oh, that's I was like, yeah, my things are during the day. So I'll be and, and out you of the know. store in plenty of time. And you know, you know, then you'll know your future um, when you get <laughs> there. Help us all. It'll all be, it'll all be bright and sunny. Don't even worry about it. Positive. Uh, <laughs> all good stuff. So. <laughs> I think Holly would be gentle with me anyway. She's like, we're not going to read that one. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, um, well, that sounds like a very, very, very busy week. And. On the 17th, there is an event coming up with our coming up upcoming guest, which I'll have him talk about uh, his own kind of Christmas party that they're throwing, which kind of caps everything off on the 17th, because that is uh, the week before Christmas, you know, and then we're heading right into it. So, so yeah, Thanksgiving was this weekend. What are you grateful for, Kristen, while we're waiting for our guest? What am I grateful for? Honestly, I'm just grateful that I had the opportunity to hang out with the fam and the kids and I didn't have to cook a tremendous amount. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just grateful for life in general. Things are, things are, it's a good yeah. day, right? Always good when you wake up in the morning. Well, that, yeah, I have to be grateful for that every morning. I have to thank, uh, thank the higher power there, uh, you know, just for letting my heart beat today. But, um, <laughs> I feel that. But yeah, I'm grateful for, for family. And when I say family, I mean my entire family, meaning the community, you know, uh, the people around me, the people I care about, besides my immediate, you know, blood family, just the family that's here in Connecticut and in the cannabis community and at large, not only in Connecticut, but just for this great giant family that I'm a part of, uh, not just the cannabis community, but humanity. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, anyway so good our guest is here um and so let me give him a formal introduction with us today on the show is hold on i have to get his bio back up because i lost it is <laughs> tom macri and tom is the owner of still river wellness and Still River Wellness is the first and only medical cannabis dispensary facility to open in Litchfield County since the state's program was launched in 2013. Located in North Torrington, directly off Route 8, the dispensary provides access to the thousands of Litchfield County registered patients who currently need to travel to other counties for their medicine. Our team of experts' primary goal is to ensure that every patient has the materials and education that they need for a safe and therapeutic experience while receiving the care and professionalism they deserve. At the heart of everything we do, 
The way we act and the way we treat others is a desire to send a clear message to our patients, caregivers, and communities that we care. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. Great. So, no, that's quite a bio um, you've got there. I'm very impressed that you guys have been in the medical cannabis uh, program as a dispensary since the start, since the beginning. That's quite an accomplishment to stay independently owned um, now without being bought out because, you know, in the beginning, everybody was independently owned. And within six years, almost everybody was now bought out by a larger partner. You stayed strong. You stayed independent. Tell us, you know, what motivated you to go that way? Because I'm sure you got offers. You got to tell. <laughs> I am sure the offers came in when they started offering everybody else. So tell us a little bit about your history, how you got started, how you even got into the medical cannabis industry in the beginning. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, when I graduated college in 2010, uh, I started a medical equipment company with my father. Uh, we specialized in external nerve stimulators and orthotics for uh, patients suffering from chronic neuropathic pain. Uh, so we work in we worked with the uh, pain management specialists and orthopedic uh, surgeons in the state of Connecticut, uh, and we were kind of looking to diversify our product offerings and services. Um, and that's when in 2013 there was a uh, 60 Minutes piece with Shonda, uh, Dr. Sandra Gupta and the Colorado regulator, Matt Cook. Uh, and they kind of did a whole walkthrough of uh, the Colorado program and how that was going. Um, so at that same time, Governor Malloy was uh, signing the bill into law in Connecticut. Uh, and the physicians that we worked with urged us to get involved because we understood the patients. Um, and we already had an established business in the state. So uh, we actually called the regulator, Matt Cook, up on the phone, and surprisingly, he picked up the next day. Um, and we said, hey, we would love to do what you're doing uh, here in Connecticut. So he said, why don't you fly out here, and uh, I'll show you around and, and introduce you to all like the big players. Uh, so that's what we did. We, we flew out to Colorado. We met with uh, tons of the you know vertically integrated um, uh, producers and cultivators at the time. Uh, and we assembled a team. We went to Oaksterdam University, my father and I, and, uh, you know, got some extra uh, education. Um, and we started assembling a team. And uh, we applied in 2013 for a vertical license uh, in Waterbury. Uh, we fell a little short in the scoring back then, uh, but we didn't give up. There was uh, another opportunity in 2015, uh, an RFA in Connecticut. We applied for a dispensary at that time, uh, fell a little short. Uh, then we worked with a New York group, uh, applied for a license there, fell a little short. And then uh, in 2018, they came out with an RFA again. And, you know, I asked my dad, should we do it one more time? And he said, let's go for it. My application had grown, um, you know, quite quite a bit since uh, since 2013. So we figured, you know, let's look for a, an unmet need in the state of Connecticut where they don't have access. At that time, there was only about 1,200 patients in Litchfield County. Uh, but Torrington, you know, already had regulations in place. So uh, we drove up, we found a building, uh, secured that, and, and we applied. And it wasn't until I think eight, nine months that they finally, um, you know, gave out licenses and we got the call that we were going to be part of the new nine um, then. Right. So 
So that's when we uh, we got licensed, we got ready, and six months later, we were open in June of uh, 2019. Wow. As a medical dispensary, one of the new nine, right? I remember when they licensed out those new nine. So you're just a dispensary, you're not a cultivator, right? We just, uh, we're just a medical dispensary, and then we converted to a hybrid facility uh, this past uh, February. Okay, so now you are hybrid, which is very interesting. Uh, how do you find that working for you to be able to separate the two, uh, the two different, you know, types of, of clients that you have, of patients that you have? Yeah, so part of our medical preservation plan was, you know, we get, we're fortunate enough to, my father owns the building and uh, there's an extra 2,500 square feet that's connected. It's a, it's a big building. So we, we didn't put any tenants in the other part of the building uh, intentionally thinking that this law might pass. So uh, when it did, we actually built out the rest of the facility. So we actually have, we're kind of, I think the only maybe the one or two um, hybrids in the state that actually have two separate entrances. So we kept the, um, the entrance on the left for our medical uh, patients. We have a, a combined break room in the center. And then on the right side of the building is a separate entrance for adult use customers, uh, which the feedback that we've gotten from the medical uh, patients is, you know, they, they really enjoy, you know, having their own, their own space, their own check-in area, their own dedicated pharmacists and technicians. Uh, and on the retail side, um, you know, we have our bud tenders and, uh, and our own receptionists and we do education over there. So having the two separate entrances really helps kind of separate the two, um, you know, consumer populations. I think that's great to keep because I did visit one of the other hybrid dispensaries and I found that, it, it you know, the only difference was a line realistically, um, there really wasn't any separation between the two. It was almost up to the to the person at the counter to determine who was who. Um, and I think that's great because in my eyes, at least, and, and tell me, obviously, being a medical dispensary, the medical program since the adult use program has been introduced has kind of been put on the back burner by the state. So they don't care about it as much anymore because first of all it's not their only you know their only outlet and second of all they don't even make their hundred dollar fee anymore so it's not even that profitable for for the state you know they don't even get taxes on it have you found the same thing as far as your communication with the state the amount of time the amount of um attention that they've been giving the medical program as compared to say 2018 when you opened? Uh, I mean, it's definitely changed, you know, in 2018, 19, you know, we had dedicated agents, we had an open line of communication with the state. Um, the cultivators worked you know, very closely with us to make sure that we had the right products, um, you know, for our medical, you know, patients that rely on these uh, specific products. Uh, and then I think, you know, it was a little bit of rush, but when it when adult use came on board, um, you know, the shift from a regulatory perspective was definitely aimed more towards uh, the adult use uh, community and, and those operations. And, you know, the cultivators as well. They started, you know, producing on products that were going to be more suited for, um, you know, for the adult use consumer. So we definitely have had some, you know, challenges with, um, you know, some DCP communication. They're, they're definitely getting better. 
Um, and then with the cultivators as well, um, you know, DCP has basically said, well, work with them directly in order to uh, ensure that we have the products for our, cons uh, our medical patients. So when products are available, you know, for some of these uh, patients, we have to stock up, uh, you know, in, in large quantities because we don't know when those, uh, when those um, products are going to come back online. Right. And I can imagine right at the beginning it was really bad. Has it gotten better as as time has progressed? Have the uh, cultivators <clears throat> actually started putting a little more time back into the medical? Um, because, you know, I noticed that they upped the limit. So that means that the supply is now starting to catch up with the demand. So maybe they have a little more time to spend back on their medical. Have you found a little bit of a change as time has gone on these two years of uh, adult use? Yeah, some of them are definitely putting more time and effort into it. Um, but there's still, you know, a, a supply shortage. Um, there's still issues, um, you know, maintaining some of these, you know, um, you know, basic flower products. So um, I think it's it's a cycle thing. It, it's it's it has its up and downs. Um Right now, we're kind of in a, a bit of a supply uh, pinch, but it, it should be getting better, um, you know, as the, the next couple of weeks come online. Now, I just want to clarify, because I'm not even sure, how many medical cultivators are there now? Are all four still producing medical cannabis? Because I know Theraplant was having difficulties. I don't know if they're back up and running again. So are you getting all, at least products from all four cultivators for the medical? We are. Yeah. And they have uh, two separate order forms that they send out. Uh, they send out the medical order form and then the adult use um, order form. And then there's also uh, hybrid products that they can sell on both sides. Oh, okay. uh, as well. So there is definitely, you know, less available medical products than there used to be. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they, they are at least, you know, making the effort um, to, some of the kind of uh, more niche products that that these uh, medical consumers use, they definitely let us know. And we have great communication with the cultivators so that we can relate to the patients. You know, it'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks and, you know, we'll stock up a month's supply for, for certain products. Yeah, I think that's an advantage you had by being in business before the adult use, already having a line of communication with the same four cultivators. At least you have established a relationship with them where some of these new dispensaries have to, you know, start from scratch. You know, the salesmen have to come visit them and make their pitches and all that kind of stuff. Um, now, in, and on the adult use side, how many cultivators are producing now for adult use? Uh, all four of them. Plus all the four? Grow, so, yeah, so five now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we you have more adult use producers than medical, and I noticed that a lot of the uh, the the producers are coming out with these sub brands too, that are specifically for adult use, right? So you do get more choice on that side, I would say, right? On the flower side, I think so, and some of the vape products as well. Um, but you know, concentrates are still limited, you know, by their percentage. So there's not a lot of concentrates on the adult use market you know there's no uh oral solutions capsules stuff like that just because of the the state limits on the the thc you know percentage side so that is the advantage you know let's go over this the advantages of having a medical card 
uh, is that you can get certain products at certain THC levels that are not available at adult use, like such as like you're saying tinctures and pills and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, the flower is, you know, most of it is always going to be around 30% or underneath that. So uh, that's not the, the bigger issue, but uh, all the oral solutions, you know, the high potency drops, um, the concentrate products, and, you know, even some of the edible products, um, you know, they, they definitely are more on the medical side um, because of the higher percentages. Okay. So that, that's a good uh, a good advantage to have and, you know, a good thing to know. Um, have you found since the adult use program has come in that the medical, the amount of medical patients and since the state dropped the fee has gone up, down, stayed the same? Have you gotten a better business because of it? We've lost probably about 20% of our medical customers. Um, and ironically, some of them are shopping on the adult Next use store. Side. Yeah, they, they still come here, uh, but I guess they just don't want to go through the hassles of, you know, the annual renewal. And we try to, you know, tell them that the fees, you know, has been dropped and, you know, what the benefits are to keep your medical card. Um, but we, we've lost about, you know, 10 to, you know, 10 to 20 percent of our, our medical consumers. And that that's kind of stayed the same, um, you know, for for the past four or five months. So. Um, some of them have gone over to the adult use side, but um, the uh, the medical patient population has definitely stayed the same. And most of the customers, the patients that we serve have been with us since 2019. So, uh, you know, we know them by name and, and kind of take care of them. Yeah, I noticed that on your write up there that you're, you know, you really didn't even mention the adult use part, that your focus is on patients and helping people get well. I'm sure you have, you work with some of the doctors up there, you know, getting people certified as well. And I think that's a good thing. Um, but like, so what type of education do you have? Has your pharmacist must have been there since the start or, you know, loyal, you know, been with you since the start. So he's gained a certain amount of loyalty from your your patients. Absolutely. I and mean, we have five pharmacists and uh, one of our head pharmacists is uh, he did his clinical dissertation, you know, when he graduated um, on cannabis. So he teaches cannabis uh, at a local, you know, state university. Um, and we do consultations probably, you know, 10, uh, 10 a week with the same medical patients that we've had for a very long time, especially when products aren't available. You know, our, our clinical pharmacists will be, you know, take consultations with them and figure out, you know, how to adjust, you know, what they're currently taking to, to make sure that you know, they're getting the same therapeutic effects. So uh, we do a lot of phone consultations. We used to do it in person, but most of it is all over the phone now. But yeah, we still do, you know, quite a bit of consultation uh, with our pharmacists and, and medical patients, um, you know, still to this day. Right. Oh, okay. So that's great. And I think that's important um, because a lot of the focus has gone over to adult use. And, and, and I just get the feeling from a lot of, this is what I hear just from medical patients out there. They're kind of feeling neglected, you know, these days. And it's nice to see, first of all, a singly owned, still individually owned, you know, dispensary that is actually patient centric and not you're not even, you know, like you said, your, your website really doesn't even focus on it. We have, you know, the the adult use isn't your main focus, you know, because, you know, you got to pay taxes to the state and all that. And I think people need to realize 
first of all, the benefits you can get five ounces a month, you know, um, you get a much higher um, delegation of, of cannabis. You get different products. You don't pay tax. Yes, you pay $100 maybe to your doctor to certify you. Um, but I, I just think the benefits outweigh the uh, the negatives, uh, you know, to have a medical card. And then you get all the, the good, uh, you know, advice and everything from the pharmacists. Yeah, absolutely. Our, 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 we've always kind of been focused on medical and uh, that's going to continue to be our focus. Uh, we'd like to see that program, you know, even, you know, increase maybe, you know, from the, uh, the amount of conditions that are approved. We think that that should, you know, be looked at as well. But that's always been our focus. The law passed, so we, you know, we kind of were obligated to convert. Uh, but having the two separate storefronts really allows us to focus our attention and time on our, you know, our loyal, you know, patient base. Good, good. And I and I hope uh, that you get more and more, and I hope that more people join the program. Um, we Now, medical patients have had home grow uh, for a couple of years now. Uh, have you found that some of your patients have moved over to home grow and, if they have, do they still come to the dispensary to get like the finished products? Like, so maybe like they're growing their own flower, but they still need a good concentrate. So they come to this. Do you find a lot of your patients have taken up the home grow thing? Absolutely. There's a, there's a definitely a, a good amount of them and they come in all the time and they, they, they're so proud to show me pictures of their, of their harvests and their plants. Um, but they still come in for, you know, you know, various different products that obviously they can't, um, you know, formulate themselves or, or it would be too difficult. So, uh, yeah, they, they definitely come in. They show me all their pictures of their crops. You know, they want to, um, you know, share, the, you know, the, uh, the products and uh, but they, they still come in. Um, you know, they still a lot of the ones patients that are doing home cultivation are still, you know, avid consumers. and They use, you know, cannabis on a daily basis so even their home you know homegrown uh, you know doesn't really fit their need meet their you know their needs all the time so uh they're still still shopping with us i think that's great because i kind of had that feeling that people would try to pick up homegrown but of course you know we know first of all you're going to get a couple bad crops second of all you 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 know you may not get the same quality that you're going to get from the you know the cultivated indoor flower that is done you know professionally and you're not going to get a, a good tincture uh, you're not going to be able to make a good tincture yourself so you know i i was at a party and i think this is where i met you where one of the salespeople was saying you know all home growers are going to hurt our business and etc cetera, etc cetera. and i'm like no they're not dude home growers are not going to hurt your business because they're still going to need other products as a matter of fact they're going to integrate just fine you know because unless you're real professional and you know how to grow and you know how to make your own products you're still going to have to fill in the gaps from somewhere you know and if you're a medical patient you're going to want to get that medical quality stuff so to all the people out there who think the home growers are going to hurt your business they're not they're not there's not even enough of them out there to hurt your business correct tom i agree i agree <laughs> <laughs> you know, so no war on home growers from the dispensary. <laughs> okay, so now earlier on, I was talking, uh, you know, I asked you if you got any offers from the big guys. 
did you get offers from the big guys and uh which ones were they and i don't i don't need numbers but were there big numbers involved we, we never got to the the number part i took all the meetings uh just because i got to meet you know the some of the ceos and some of the big uh big players and uh, I brought them all, welcomed into my office and, uh, you know, heard their pitch on it. And it was really when they knew the law was going to, you know, go, it was going to pass that, uh, you know, our, our facility was, you know, kind of a, a standalone in this county. Um, you know, they liked the, the building, the hybrid opportunity, but they also knew that it came with the two equity joint ventures. So at that time, That's you know, what they I, want, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had Verano in here. Um, I had, you know, Theraplan's parent company at the time coming right. in here, uh, pretty much everybody except for Cureleaf. Oh, um, that's good. You didn't bring knocking on our door. Yeah. But we <laughs> never got to the number part. We, I just kind of entertained them. I, I was interested in what their thoughts were and vision. And, uh, yeah, we, I kind of just, you know, bet on myself and, and, uh, wanted to ride this out and it, it's been a great journey so far. Well, it sounds like you're winning. And and I think the area you picked is a perfect location because it always has been underserved up there. And uh, so, you know, you're really doing a service to the community in the in Litchfield County. Um, and I do remember when you opened and I thought it was a great thing. And I'm glad you're still there and still singly, uh, singly owned and operated. So thank you very much for keeping that going. Uh, and you made a good point that the 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 big companies were really interested in your two equity joint ventures. So I was I was wondering, have you signed anybody up yet, or are you still looking for equity joint venture partners? Is that something people could inquire to you about, maybe? Uh, so we did submit our equity joint ventures. Um, we submitted, you know, multiple ones in the beginning because the law didn't clarify that there was going to be a cap on it. Mm -hmm. um, so we had submitted five different equity joint ventures, um, a high, uh, three retails, a delivery service, uh, and a microcultivation um, license as well. All different social equity partners uh, submitted all the licenses, and then the law changed, um, you know, and put a cap on them. So Surprise. yeah, so they came back and said you have to pick two of the five, uh, which is a very difficult decision because I had different partners among all five. Um, you know, I had different investors in all five and, you know, ultimately my board, you know, went with uh, two more retails. Uh, it's kind okay. of, you know, what we're good at. And, um, you know, we, we thought it would be, you know, quick to market. So we're going to be opening up um, a retailer in Colchester, Connecticut. Okay. Uh, another area that we think is kind of an unmet need. Uh, so that should be coming online by the end of the year. Um, and then the second retailer is going to be in Southern Connecticut, but we're working on a text amendment with zoning right now. So uh, I can't say exactly where that's going to be yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it'll be on this side. Is Will that be a still river wellness as well? Or are they going to have different names? Yeah, we, we thought about uh, the, you know, co-branding, but we ultimately allowed the groups to, um, you know, pick their own, uh, their own names. So for now, you know, if one of the brands, you know, decides to do better, we'll, we'll, you know, we may consolidate them, but the one in Colchester will be called uh, the Harvest Corner. Okay. Um, and then, um, you know, we're, we're not exactly sure what the third one's going to be called yet, but that should be coming online. I'm hoping, uh, you know, middle of, uh, middle of next year. Well, please keep us posted on the grand opening of the one in Colchester. We will promote it on the show. 
Um, you know, of course, we always want to support local businesses who especially stay in Connecticut, Connecticut-owned businesses. But speaking of that, I noticed that you have a party coming up at the uh, towards the end of the month. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right here. So it is on the 17th. Still River Wellness presents a green Christmas. So this looks like a fun event. Uh, it's uh, you're invited to our first Christmas celebration. Uh, Still River Wellness presents a green Christmas. The event is free to attend for anyone 21 and over. Just bring cash and food for drinks. <laughs> good, good cash for food and drinks. Uh, you've got a heated outdoor smoking and vaping area for you to enjoy. Christmas tree isn't the only thing getting lit this year. Amazing DJ, some live music, dancing games, raffles, and more. So uh, you must be 21 and over to a 10. You can consume uh, and don't drive intoxicated. Arrange for an Uber designated driver if you need to. So tell us a little bit about this. Uh, it looks looks like a big fun event. That's December 17th. Tell us a little bit about how that came about and what you're going to have going on over there. So we've always done a, you know, a holiday party for the, for the team here. Um, and we've always kind of done it locally here in Torrington at, at uh, Bad Dog Brewing. So they have a very nice facility. It's an old uh, firehouse. It's got two floors, very, very large space. So we always kind of, you know, hosted our own, you know, company holiday parties there. And then uh, this year we decided, you know, to open it up to the public as well. Uh, because, you know, I think just locally, um, you know, yeah. That's one iteration. There's a there's a better uh, there's a better flyer out there, but yeah, this um, is the event, so people can see I'm going right. Yeah, you can check going, but here you go. Um, this is the event, but there's a better one out there they can find. Yeah, well, we'll post it on. Uh, there's a new flyer made up, um, which will be posted. But um, but yeah, we decided just to open it up to the public. You know, it's the people that you know continue to you know you know our customers and patients just kind of. Our loyal customers, we wanted to, you know, give back, do raffles and just bring the whole community together. You know, and on the other side, there's still a lot of people in uh, Torrenton that don't even know cannabis is legal um, or that we're even here. There's there's still people today after nine months that um, say, wow, I, I didn't even know you were open because, you know, advertising and marketing is, is challenging and restricted. So uh, we're yeah. just kind of doing this as a kind of a community, you know, event to kind of educate um, you know, and celebrate, you know, and, and let people know, you know, cannabis is legal, it's safe, we're here and uh, kind of build that community and, and hopefully, uh, you know, have a good time as well. Well, I think that's important, you know, and the fact that you are allowing open consumption, you know, outside. Um, I know that obviously as a dispenser, you can't offer products there, but people can bring their own, you know, obviously, and you'll have promotional stuff there, I'm sure. Uh, so people can learn about your dispensary and what you got going on over there, uh, you know, and, and hopefully come visit you. But um, so that's a great thing. I, I hope everybody can make it out there. That's December 17th, a green Christmas. Uh, Chris, and I just want to know, do you have any questions for Tom? Oh, man, you're throwing me on the spot and you've had all these. Yes, yes, ones. yes. <laughs> I don't have any questions necessarily, um, but I was just like, you know, I liked a lot of what you're talking about, about the focus on the patients. And that's really cool with the two entrances. I did not realize that. And I 
I think I like that folks that are medical patients deserve to have that prioritization and that VIP kind of feel. So I, I really like that. It's, it's a small touch and yet really important. So more just my two cents as opposed to a question, but. You know what I did want to touch on? Thank you, Kristen, was um, CBD. The CBD products, there's a lot of controversy right now, obviously, with what's going on with uh, the way they change the laws uh, and change the percentages for CBD not sold in dispensaries. Um, and, and I personally have felt that CBD is a very important part of a medical regimen, and it's kind of been neglected in the past. Will you be now bringing in more CBD products from possibly local producers uh, and people from the local area to be selling in your dispensary? Absolutely. So the, the law did change uh, quite a bit over the past, you know, five years. We were allowed to offer it, uh, but it but only be, on the outside, right? Right. Yeah, it couldn't be within the department. Um, and then they said, well, no, you can't do it anymore. You know, they have to be Connecticut licensed, um, you know, hemp producers. Um, and then so now they, they are allowing it. So um, I actually reached out to a company here in Harwinton, Connecticut, which is very close to us, uh, CBG Gurros. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had them on the show. Good people. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I was introduced to them and, um, you know, they have a great, you know, uh, facility up here in, in Harwinton. So they're very close to us. Um, so right now we're, we're just in the beginning process of, um, you know, finding shelf space within the retail and the medical side for them. Um, but yeah, they, they have to, they have strict, you know, guidelines now. They have to have all their COA lab testing. They have to have certain labeling um which you know is a challenge for them but i think it's a good thing as well so we'll definitely be you know bringing that into the store probably in the next couple of weeks um and then doing some education uh you know with them as well for for the consumers i think that's great and you know you're right unfortunately because of the way the laws change we're, the amount of connecticut cbd producers is going to be smaller you're going to have a smaller lot to pick from. So you might as well just give your business to them because I know you're going to be able to buy from out of state. You're going to be able to buy Cure Leaf CBD or whatever. But hey, if I you have that one too. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll touch base where we still have our licensing and everything as well. So, right. Lou will be one of those <laughs> few producers making CBD that is compliant. So, I think it's important that we all support each other uh, and keep it and keep it within the state because, you know, ultimately that's where we all got to live. <laughs> you know, and we might as well just keep the money circulating throughout our state within the businesses. Yes. But yeah, I really do appreciate that. You're going to, because I think that's important. I've noticed that it's just a lack of CBD products. If you're going to limit it to the dispensaries, well, then the dispensaries better have it. You know, that's what it comes down to. And if uh, if you're going to, you know, kind of put the clamps on the outside people, then you have to make sure the dispensaries have to make sure they're supplying what the people need. So good on that. All right, Tom. So we got about three minutes left. Tell us how people get in touch with you. Uh, you know, the best way, social media, your website, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You can find us uh, on social media. We have uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and our website is stillriverwellness.com. Uh, we actually will be 
revamping the website. It's going through its last edits right now. So I think it's going to, uh, it's going to look a little different. It's going to, um, I think it's going to be more user-friendly. There's going to be a lot more education on it um, and some other fun stuff. So we'll be launching delivery as well uh, in the next, uh, in the next month or so. Um, but yeah, you can visit us uh, right off route, uh, route eight, exit 46. Uh, we're right off the exit there. And um, yeah, we're, we're pretty easy to find. So uh, online, Google, social media, all the outlets. All the outlets. Still River Wellness. You got the party on the 17th. Hopefully people will come up. That is open to the public. I'd love to see some of our listeners there again if I have transportation i will head up that way tom you know i really appreciate you drive up with me all right we'll ride up with you we'll be that'll be a party weekend we got the connecticut there we go (laughs) there you go and maybe we'll bring some treats too for everybody hey why not (laughs) all right tom Thank you so much for coming on. It was a great show, really informative. I hope everybody comes up and sees you. Best of luck to you out there. And, you know, keep it up with your social equity, uh, you know, joint ventures and everything. We hope to see more of it out there. And uh, we'll see you on the 17th. That's stillriverwellness.com. Thanks again, Tom. Thanks, Joe. All right. So, uh, Kristen. Yes, sir. Real quick, how do we find you on social media? Give us a little reminder of what you got coming up at the store. You can, you know, the best thing to say um, is to look for the store. So Instagram and Facebook, it's sugarleaf underscore CT. And the website is sugarleafct.com. So it'll have all of the events, you know, holiday promotions and all of that. So the events that we have coming up are on the 9th and the 16th of December um, during the day, one to three, I believe is the time. One is a candle making DIY party and the other is tarot card readings with psychics and swears. All right, very good. Sugarleaf CT and classic Kristen, follow her on social media. Uncle Lou, got any last words there? I know what they are. Just say happy, healthy time, my friends. Enjoy the holidays and it's a beautiful time for everything. So just please make sure to... Hug and kiss your loved ones, and uh, we'll even add one. We'll throw, give it a throwback. Fade and neuter your pets. <laughs> there you go. All right, Lou, a PSA from Lou. And I am Joe the Weed Guy. You can find me on social media, at Joe the Weed Guy on all of it, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, even TikTok, but I don't post there. Uh, Cannabis Corner Radio on Facebook, Greenhaven Media. We're all over the place. We will see you out and about. Thank you very much. Hit that music, Harry. All right, we'll see you all next week. Thank you very much. I love you all. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got hot. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got hot. Because I got hot. Because I got hot. I was gonna go to class before I got hot. Come on, y'all. Check it out. 
but I got high. Uh, uh, I'm taking it next semester, and I know why.